0: Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review.
1: I shit you not, I looked up and looked over at one point, and there was a wave above my head. <laughs> it was a little far out, so we're rolling on and I just feel like, goosh, goosh. And Chairman was like, yeah, there was a lot of times where his boat was completely out of the water. Oh, and my God. Up. That's like 18 foot. We can wander
0: our way over, you know, because this is wandering Ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? All right, ready? Yep. Clink clink well 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 welcome back wanderers to another wandering ways podcast and if you're watching on our youtube or spotify you get to see our guest that we have today uh my good cousin jared greg you know you've heard me talk a lot of shit about him on the podcast Uh. so now he's gonna back it up (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm super excited because we have a good episode for you today we, Me and Jared, you know, he's known me 26 years, my whole life, Ooh. Um, <laughs> and as you might notice, Mark's not here, so Mark called me up and he said, our schedules just weren't aligning, you know, I was traveling down to New Mexico, he's working for, you know, whatever working he's doing, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to do a solo so like Mark did that time, so I want to reach out to Jared, we're going to talk fishing today, but before we get into that, I just want Jared, let's tell, tell him a little about yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, my name's Jared, as you heard. Uh, uh, my Instagram is downtown Jared, so downtown and then J-E-R-R-I-D. Oh, yeah, that you name. spell it weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, my parents did. They're the ones that chose that for some reason. But like how uh,
0: you say it is how you would say Jared. Like how else would right? you say that word?
1: exactly uh uh yeah and then i also run the uh blue ribbon nets uh instagram and i work for them too so
0: well and you might be familiar with the blue ribbon nets you know we have the code Rugaroo 10 so if you guys want to get a net they're pretty cool maybe you talk a little bit about the nets i know we're going to talk fishing today but oh look he's got one he's got a prop guys
1: boom look at that <laughs> beautiful aquafade That's biodegradable, correct? Yep, our proprietary bag. I have this. I love how it's not
0: focusing on the. I know, it's it's, focusing on you.
1: I don't remember how to do it. Oh, blur my background. Let's turn that. Oh! Fixed it. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, that that is our uh, walnut and ash combo.
0: Pretty, that is pretty. Like a brown and a light brown wood colors, you
1: know. I also have. another one which is our cherry and walnut that is beautiful red with the walnut outside it's dark and then this one isn't the full net uh because that's in my pickup but uh no this is another walnut and ash i need the cherry and ash
0: oh that's fine tell them to go to the website and you can see the cherry and ash ones there you go
1: yep you know mark can do some editing magic and i'll just dip out to the car real quick
0: Yeah, well, he's going to edit this in like a day because this comes out on on Wednesday, May 4th. Oh,
1: okay. So may
0: the 4th be with you, everybody. You're listening live, you know. Jared's also a Star Wars fan like me. (laughs) There you go. Yep. There you go.
1: Bone's name is Kylo Ren. Mm
0: -hmm. Like that with the red. Yeah. And then Jar Jar Binks. He's not black, though. Jar jar. Yeah, no, but it's good, and you know, just like just like the desert, you know, where where they filmed the first scene in Star Wars Episode Four, they're in White Sands, New Mexico. I just got back from New Mexico, where you know we we grew up a little bit down there. You from Las Lunas, me from Albuquerque. Definitely some cool stuff. I got some cool stickers. I got this one for the Ruururu. Got nice. this one, this Bigfoot one wearing the New Mexico cap for you know something. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have a whole uh, pen, pen of uh, stickers in my in my car or in my desk here that have um, just tons of stickers that I, I don't even have a home for yet. Yeah, but it, you'll yes. find a
1: home for them. Exactly.
0: From. <laughs> um, no, but I, I want to show you some one of the sticker uh, that I, I got here at New Mexico right here. It says Land Back. It's a native woman holding the sign. It says Land Back. Look at that face.
1: <laughs> I know I'm pissed pissed. rightfully so
0: rightfully so well yeah nature native you know if you watch on your instagram you post a lot of the videos you go in nature um I also want to show some of the art I got down there because you know me and Matt what was really cool if you check out the social medias uh we got we did the Sandia tram which Mm -hmm. is really cool you go up on Sandia mountain you go from 6,000 feet to 10,000 feet it's the longest tram in North America
1: oh really i didn't know that it was the
0: longest tram in the world until about 2010 Ooh. and then turkey built like a three
1: miler holy cow just decided hey you know what <laughs> we're gonna take that record for good well
0: <laughs> they did because the, this one is is a, a one mile yeah. or no maybe it was like 2.6 so i don't know something like that look it up look <laughs> it up <laughs> listeners <laughs> yeah i'm sorry <laughs> I know I should have come more prepared. No, it was cool. The guy was t- he was spitting facts on on the tram. He was even saying because we did it in the morning. They it got really windy in the afternoon. And they said uh they close it at about 40 mile an hour winds and they were expecting that. Oh wow. Yeah, but it was neat. I mean it holds probably about 20 people going up the mountain.
1: What the hell uh, do you do if you're up there and it like, oh gusts are in earlier than we expected, shut down. How the hell do you get down?
0: They have, like, weights and water in the bottom of them, he was saying. So, like, they'll they'll get you down. They won't take more people up, I think. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's interesting. 40 is uh,
1: the like, all right. But it can actually withstand up to probably. 60, but we'll be safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to say 40 for insurance reasons. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, it was exciting. It, I like that. And then we checked out the Petroglyph Monument. It's a national monument. Uh, national Parks runs it. Um, we did a hike in the desert. I didn't even pack shorts. I wore jeans cause it was a business trip. It was 80 degrees
1: oh, in the yeah. desert. Gosh, if it's yeah. over like 50 degrees. I'm not wearing pants. It's shorts. Yeah.
0: Well I was, I was thinking business looked kind of, you know, dark jeans, dark pants, but walking that walk the, it was kind of cool because you see the faces and the carvings on the rock that the, the natives have there and you're native i'm native you know we're cousins are from the same tribe yeah. <laughs> where your dad is the chairman of which is really cool yeah. um but we uh we, yeah like the, there's there's ancient trade routes there's stories there's like like fuck there was culture in life and i i like i what i guess my thing is i was sitting there talking to matt buddy and I'm telling him, you know, where I'm like looking at these faces, like that could just be graffiti. That could be a kid. He's like, "Fuck, I have to go wait out for the deer, you know, by myself. I'm gonna just draw this deer here." <laughs> well, don't you think? Or what do you what do you think when you see that art? Like, go you go to Pompeii's pillar and you see the art. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just a mom and a dad and a little kid and a little kid. drawing. Quit drawing on the walls! Come on!
0: <laughs> but like, honestly, like, you get these white interpreters that, you know, like, I went to Oxford and I did this. You didn't fucking study native specific this. Like, yes, they, uh, he's communicating here about the buffalo and they roam on through. It's not like, it's not like you see the train is like, no, he's drawing a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how much have we really got more intelligent? We're still drawing dicks on trains. What do you think <laughs> evolved from? <Yeah. laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, just... no, it symbolizes the trade between the two parties. I mean, maybe.
1: <laughs> I mean,. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Okay, that one sounds a little legit, but. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Oh, that one shows the horses painted on the buffalo coming to each other. Yeah, no. No, but speaking of that cool art, I was able to buy some art down there uh, in New Mexico. Got myself a new uh, necklace because instead of wearing ties, I like wearing turquoise and beads. You know, pretty. Got the maroon, the white. The blue. I'm showing it. So you guys you guys gotta be on Spotify to see this or the YouTube. You wanna see this, but we're gonna talk about the art, you know, because art, art's cool. I really like the New Mexico art, the food down there. Um, I'm gonna show you the earrings, these turquoise earrings I got at the end, and the turquoise mines down in Albuquerque, New Mexico are kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And what I like about going down, because we were down there for Gathering a Nations powwow, we were uh, there's a lot of vendors, so the prices are real good. Oh, really? So they're all competing with each other. Yeah. So you're like oh look you got turquoise earrings so did all these other navajos yep yeah they really do i mean it's really kind of cool uh i got these ones for the because the, they trade the coastal trades you know with the shells yeah like how else they get in shells trade routes from the california tribes you're telling me california doesn't have a single like like you look at the reservation land. how come california doesn't have a lot of reservations on the sea because the spanish conquistadors fucked them up like they just like you don't believe in god we're going to kill you and we're going to take your land and that's what happened but you find shells and stuff in like tombs in ohio from the traders and it's just like like come on guys yeah got those even got uh got her some we went to the balloon fiesta museum which was really cool this year the in october it's going to be the 50th anniversary oh really yeah and Ooh, I, i'm like huge and i was like let's get an airbnb or something and go down there like i'm down to get like a big group um i'm like so on board yeah. <laughs> and uh
1: Listeners, the, that's you too join us
0: <laughs> yeah there you go there you go we'll be there we'll do a live broadcast <laughs> so i had to get thea some you know balloon earrings oh cool yeah but i the lady was also telling me so she was talking about special shapes, right? Yeah. and i was actually there the day Smokey the bear crashed into uh the tower and popped and uh, the kids had to like it was one of those telephone towers and they had to like walk down it it was kind of crazy look it up look, this news story it's it's wild yeah i was like with my grandparents watson and they were uh we, we were there and like I, we're walking on the because it's a golf course too you know because they're not oh. always launching balloons right. <laughs> and i'm just looking like and i look up and i'm like what's going on like oh little kid you know yeah. But, uh, she was saying for the special balloons 127 balloons sent in a permit and they only accepted 100 really but you're only getting the cream of the crop
1: oh dude
0: i know and then you come here to the magic city balloon rally billings they're like we got four balloons
1: <laughs> Just- <laughs> double what it was last year honestly <laughs> though. <laughs>
0: Honestly, <laughs> one hobby I think I would do. I would get into ballooning if I had the money. Because I, oh, I, I love it. they are beautiful.
1: Dude. Heck, yeah. yeah. Then you got started, like, knowing how to fly. them. like, oh, if I go up too high, the air moves this way. And then I get caught in a jet stream. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Yeah.
0: No, I like it. I, I mean, I really, as a kid growing up down there, seeing that, that was cool like the glow at night on what a
1: hot air balloon hot air balloon and jump out and do a parachute you know what i mean so So like the ones that do the big ass swing where like a dude will be holding onto a rope right and he'll jump out of one because they have two balloons going up one has the end of the rope one is attached so he'll jump out of this one and swing under this one and then let go and parachute down like that so, kind of stuff is cool. That
0: is cool. Uh, at Sandia, mm-hmm. you, take, you can take that tram up and they have signs and whatnot for paragliders. Really? So you could just go right off. Probably squirrel suit too, if you're that good. Dude, you should do it.
1: I know. I should get one of those one paragliders with the big ass fan in the back. The like power ones.
0: They <laughs> could stay up a lot longer.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So your gas runs out you just glide down yes. Like, yes. Dip
0: <laughs> yeah. just manually crash yeah Ma- manually s- assisted crash yep <laughs> no it's wild i i love it uh i want to get back down there they apparently in 2000 they tried a thousand balloons in one day too much they said
1: too much too much
0: <laughs> yeah but oh and then you the last <laughs> right
1: pump the brakes <laughs>
0: the last piece of art i want to show you is i bought a copper bracelet you know because metal prices are going up so i thought might as well invest now no um he <laughs> was he was, was a cool navajo kid and we were talking and i shouted him out on instagram and basically what he's saying is keep grounded you know wear the metal it'll keep you grounded earthing you know all that connects mm-hmm. you to the earth good stuff and he, he's always talked about his he was talking about his art and i was talking to him like I display like these kind of pieces like I display them because it, it is art you know mm. you know it I display one of your pieces the travertine uh you know you're an artist you're a beater too
1: <laughs> uh, kinda, <Hobbies>. kinda <laughs> I think you've put out some
0: great work you put you 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 put a lot of time and effort into it
1: yeah yeah uh done some earrings some keychains different styles of earrings you know like the uh folded peyote leaf one and then the um those fringe earrings that i've made uh done travertine i've done like travertine like little sculptures i've done travertine made a whole big ass clock out of That's travertine like and clock. resin um i did a square one and a round one that square you, one yeah
0: you've done woodwork with like electric like that time you were doing we we're doing those signs and you're like yeah let's go buy a microwave and destroy it and <laughs> you're like taking wires just random ass wires and coat hangers, and take we're, like, tapping nails into a piece of wood, and you're burning electricity through the wood.
1: Yeah, making those big Montana signs out of it, out of each slat. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: At your old work, talk about liability.
1: I know, right? Right in that side, just high-voltage electricity from the transformer of a microwave, just... Across, like, especially when it would arc, get them too close, and it's just like... Like,
0: oh... It was right,
1: wild. Unplug it. Unplug it.
0: Unplug it. <laughs> it was wild, and I mean, if that's not you know your art is beautiful, I display it. But if that's not a, just a taste of who you are, what what kind of adventures we have together, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be excited for our fishing fishing talk. And you know, you you've done some pretty big tournaments. Uh, honestly, the Governor's Cup it's a it's a select it's very selective.
1: Yeah. Yep. They uh, let in about 200 boats, and they always get. Maxed out every year, um, but yeah. Uh, with Chairman, Chairman has been doing the Governor's Cup since like 1996 or something like no that. Yeah, that so, long. Yeah, every, every year that he had to take off, but uh, you know, especially in the later years because of Chairman duties. Um, but yeah, uh, what was that last year? Last, yeah, I think it was or two years ago maybe because they two might, ago, yeah two years ago. Did the Governor's Cup? <clears throat> excuse me. So what's that? Then, uh, What's that like
0: real quick? I'm curious, like how, how, walk me through a fishing, I've never been in one. How does it work? Uh,
1: it's really cool. So you show up a couple of days earlier, it's called pre-fishing. Uh, you want to get your spots down. So, you know, at least on this one, it was at uh, Fort Peck, which is the largest lake in Montana um, and the most shoreline of like the l- lakes of like west of the Mississippi or something like that. There's a fact there about really long shoreline because it's how much it like branches out
0: the fingers all, of the lake, yeah. Yep,
1: there's so many fingers, and they're all just so jagged. So it's just miles and miles of shoreline. Um, but yeah, you show up a couple days early. Uh, some people bring campers. We just brought a tent uh, to camp. We camped. Uh, the tournaments are usually on. Uh, sometimes they'll do, like, a, they're usually on Friday, Saturdays. So we showed up on a Wednesday. We wanted to pre-fish for two days. Uh, we... Got out there on Wednesday, uh, caught some fish, but I mean, just to try to, like, what are they biting on? What colors are you using? What method? Are we jigging? Are we bottom bouncing? Are we trolling? Um, you know, kind of stuff like that. Are we using live bait? What are we using? Worms, leeches, minnows. Uh, so you really want to get those those couple days, you want to get dialed in. However, this time, uh, we did it for the first day, but uh, the wind picked up too much, so we had to hop up because Fort Peck is there's when there's wind they send out a wind advisory like boats will capsize if you are on there when it's windy didn't you say the waves like and you were just ducking and whatnot so uh Wednesday yeah it kind of got windy Thursday we didn't uh pre-fish because it was already too windy when we woke up so we went up to um my buddy Mike Diggins house hung out there for the day came back on Friday uh yeah you, you get up early Sorry, in the morning could
0: you say that again oh siri wants to know about I know, right? <laughs> the government no i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> big brother yeah uh so um yeah the first day you wake up and you have a, a number that you're assigned and so what they'll do is usually it's one day they'll start from everyone's randomly assigned and uh or you're not randomly assigned a number. What they do is they randomly pick the starting point. And so it's like someday it'll be like, all right, well, we're going to start with 32. I think I remember this correctly. Uh, But they'll um, drop you off like, okay, from 32 all the way around, you know, in sections, in 15 minute sections. Um, And so they're releasing like 50 at a time. That water is like, it's crazy. You want to be one of the first ones, you know, I mean, but it's equal because the next day they go backwards from the, you know, so one day you're first, one day you're last. If you're in the middle, you're in the middle both days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we're all racing out and what's cool is like on a cool, like glass morning it is awesome just to see all these boats head out at the same time and they're all just hauling ass, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, chairman's boat's really freaking fast. Cause it has like a 300 or 325 on it. Wow. So, um, Mine just has a
0: 70. And right? You can, see that, you can see the drone footage that you actually took on Salmon Lake on Zach of Wandering Ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, if you want to see that and then think you know,
1: three times, four times as much almost. Yep, yep. It's really cool. It's just, like, hauling ass. We're going probably about close to 60 miles an hour, which is... So fast on water, yeah. and um, it's cool because you see everyone just like all as a pack, and then they just start start splitting away. Oh, which way are those guys going? Oh, which way? And you know, a lot of them. There's certain hot spots in that lake of where you want to fish for walleye. So some of them do end up with us. But out of the 200, we ended up maybe seeing eight boats. Oh, no, that's you know? not bad, right? Exactly. And so maybe 10, maybe. But um, uh, yeah. So. I can't remember if it was the first day or the second day. I think it was the first day. No, it was the second. It was the second. We were fishing on one side of the lake. The wind starts coming in from the other side. So we're like, all right, well, it's going to be almost our time. Uh, Because it was like 30 minutes of a boat drive, like just hauling ass. So we're like, oh, well, it's like an hour before. Let's go ahead and start making our way back before this wind gets back. We cut across the lake, start head up, kind of fishing along what we do. I caught this giant-ass pike when, the like, we hadn't caught dick all day. And then yeah. uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, I got one. I'm reeling it. And we're going around this point. And so the water gets real shallow, and it jumped. Like, a big wave was coming, and it jumped out of that wave. And it was like, "Oh, it's a fucking pike. <laughs> but they do have, like, other pots. So, so like, you can put in for – biggest walleye even like if you don't win with the most weight you can get biggest walleye you can do small fry who has the dinkiest like um you there have and even have like biggest pike and then uh uh like sauger and then i think maybe even like catfish or stuff they have other things that you can like uh put in the pot for that it's like 20 bucks to buy in you know that makes
0: sense because it you're not yeah you're going to catch other things when you're out there i mean we do it all the time right or fishing yeah, exactly catch a cart.
1: <laughs> yep yep exactly so just kind of keep it interesting. We didn't put him for the for the pike though so I didn't keep it but it was it was honestly like I mean you' always see fishermen like oh is big but it actually was like it filled up the bottom of uh chairman's like giant boat net well
0: and and that I mean you're probably talking a 50 inch pike and that's that's common yeah for that lake you you can catch them that big I mean that one we probably pulled out of tongue was in the 30s yeah like just long skinny fish i mean the exactly. snakes can see yeah no that's yeah. cool i'm yeah. jealous i'm jealous <laughs> i like catching pike
1: yeah it was it was actually it was pretty cool uh good thing it like let go of the hook when we had it in the net so i didn't have to touch that slimy son of a bitch
0: <laughs> they are slimy and they're Dude,
1: it was all over the net and just like dripping off it was so stressed it was just like bleh. so <laughs> it unhooked itself and you just kind of Put the net down the water and kind of flip it over. Boom. It was gone. Rinse the net. Let's go. But then, uh, yeah, so then we start heading back and the waves start getting real serious. And we are going slow. Chairman's sitting there working the throttle because you got to know when to kill it, know when to gun it, know when to, and oh, I God. shit you not, I'm holding as tight as I can on the railing that's right in front of me, having a like full on anxiety <laughs> panic attack. Oh, I believe it like this was the scariest thing i've ever done on a boat i shit you not i looked up and looked over at one point and there was a wave above my head <laughs> it was a little far out so we're rolling on and i just feel like gush, gush. and chairman was like yeah there was a lot of times where his boat was completely out of the water oh and my like, god that's like 18 foot of boat just like if it's not, it's like a 22 actually, but I mean like motor is still in the water, but like 18 foot of your boat is sticking in air and then it slams down. So it's super scary. And You just hit that wrong. You roll it. Exactly. Like, um, there was, as we were, uh, packing up the the next day, there was, or no, we came off the I can't remember if it was right after or if it was when we were packing up the next day or because uh, you have dinner, they have like announcements, everything like that. They feed you and stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, like a big barbecue thing. Oh, uh, cool. They have a stage, they give out a ton of prizes, uh, stuff like that. But um, music yeah, any of the nights? Huh? Is there music any of the nights? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think they did music. Uh, we didn't really stay for it, but. Do non fishermen show up? Yep. Yep. So what they'll do on like the first night for the governor's cup, they usually do, uh, it was different cause of COVID, but what they usually do is like a big walleye feed. Oh, cool. And so they'll tons and tons of like walleye bites, like little fried bites of it and the whole community will come over, you know, oh, like that's all cool. of Glasgow or whatever will okay. show up and you're feeding a bunch of people. So it's, uh, and then, um, but yeah, so this guy pulled up, <clears throat> excuse me as we're um like doing shit and we're talking about it and he's like holy shit and he you know he had a nice nitro boat but like same size as my dad's and he was like yeah my dad had to lay down because he was so he was freaking out as well so he was driving he said they went over one wave came down and a wave came over their back quarter like the whole like whole back corner of their boat and they started going in another way, picked him out of it. And he was just like, it was like one of the scariest things up, you know? And those are, they're pretty big boats. Yeah. Can you imagine like being in yours or like. Oh, you're done. You're one on your, you're, you're, you're sunk. Yep. So like it is, it was, oh, it was so scary, dude. Wow. But I mean, tournament, huh? <laughs> tournament, huh? <laughs> four, four back. Yeah. And then I've also done the Hell Creek uh, tournament at Warpack too. And that's just down the lake um off another arm but we kind of fished the same area as we did as the governor's cut because it kind of overlaps the boundaries and stuff like that so um yeah we did that one that was pretty fun too it's not as big as governor's cut but not as big as like a show or whatever but it's still really fun
0: so you guys are going to actually run Hell Creek Marina as well, that where that tournament takes place. Yeah, if, I mean, if you feel free to share, because, I mean, that's yeah. publicity.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Little Shell uh, uh, took over the, like, lease of that instead of the state parks. So there's a campsite, and we're looking at uh, upgrading it. We're going to, you know, have internet out there. Wow. Um, you know, for all the campsites we're, we're going to be managing in. So there's going to be some, some changes we're going to allow, you know, uh, more primitive camping. We might put in like a ATV course because wow. of how many, like there's one road in and out. It's a real bad road. So we're looking at getting that fixed. Um, uh, my dad actually had talked to governor GM forte, and he said that they were going to pave five miles a year. Oh wow. 20 miles. Um, and finally get it all paved, but I don't think they've started that yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yep. it's been like two years, so <laughs> they still haven't, but that area is really, really
0: cool. Cause you, I mean, it's part of what the, the CMR refuge, mm-hmm. the, they call it the Missouri river breaks. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, I've seen some of the largest bull elk in these Hills in my life dude you know they're Mm. and and that's where they say those rams i mean we me and you we went to the montana fish wildlife and parks uh, auction they had this last summer and those Mm. rams they're i mean that's where they come out of right right like it's that area it's such a cool and you're right you said primitive that's i mean that's the one of the best ways to describe that area you know the people that live in those towns and cities want to be away from everyone else
1: yeah yeah, exactly. So, like, you have camping spots. You have ones that have electricity. You have uh, other areas that are completely primitive. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, we're looking forward to. No, there's not going to be a riverboat casino there. <laughs> like, that's of course. There's always rumors when natives do anything of they're going to put up a casino.
0: And so, has, like, has people
1: really thought that? Yeah, thought that we were going to put a riverboat casino at fucking Hell Creek outside of Jordan, Montana, the least populated county in the state of Montana. A super smart area to put a riverboat casino up a 20-mile dirt road of washboards that are that deep and rattle everything apart. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of people going to a riverboat casino.
0: Oh, we got to put up three.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And they travel the lake. (laughs) yeah
0: they traveled (laughs) to Glasgow yeah
1: Yeah, so uh but that's really cool yeah
0: yeah Yeah. well and I mean today like I called you when I called you to do this you you, so we had a little bit of internet technical difficulties before we go and all I heard was moose saw it first day (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I knew you're fishing so what, what was going on there
1: yeah uh down here in Paradise Valley I just went uh Decided, hey, I'm going to go try to dip- hit a different fishing spot, uh, just bank fish for a little bit, uh, take out the drone. There was no wind, which is really surprising for Paradise Valley, so you got to take advantage when you can. Oh. Uh, and it was almost 60 degrees out, so I was like, wow, it, perfect day to go fishing. Um, caught a stick, and that was about it. Oh, uh,
0: stick. <laughs> so you um, saw a boost.
1: Yeah, yeah. On my way back, like uh, I was just messing around with my drone. Hopped in my car, started heading back. I see this Toyota Tacoma pass me, kind of hit its brakes and turn in this like road. And I was like, oh, I didn't know anyone lived up there. But then they whipped a Yui and I was like, what the hell are they looking at? And right as I thought that, I look off to my right and there's a fence and there's this big ass. And I was just like, that had to be a moose. Had to be. So I went up and turned around, came back. Um, The Tacoma had parked kind of near where it was uh the moose as i'm driving by is walking along the fence and then just disappears into the brush and i'm like damn it i only got a glimpse of it and then i'm like holy shit i still have my drone so i parked off hopped out flew it up and dude it was like 50 feet from the road you couldn't see it from the road because all the trees and stuff but you get the drone up and i stay super far away that way they can't like hear it like they were being more bothered by the people driving on the road if david attenborough and
0: planet earth can do it so can you
1: yeah yeah i'm i was way up there like it didn't even hear it i zoomed in with the camera feature i didn't fly close to it but literally like right behind that bramble was just this massive bed like where it stays it was like a huge area and just laying down in there and watching the road because that Tacoma was still there and it was really cool and then i was i was watching that and i filmed it on my, my Snapchat, of like oh yeah there's my drone that's a moose showed my my um oh i thought that was on a bird my... i and didn't know and then i turned and i didn't catch it on film but i look over and this bald eagle just fucking comes and fucks up another bird in the air and the bird <laughs> like and then takes off it was just like oh what is going on right now this is so cool like
0: wow nature man dude that's wild to see the eagle do that i love how territorial they can get yeah,
1: like that bird that attacked my drone at Salmon Lake.
0: Well, I thought you were going to say the eagle was going to hit your drone.
1: Oh, no. I know, right? No, I was way, way a lot higher up than it. It was just right above the trees. Oh, but, wow. dude, it was super cool. Get out of here. <laughs> I know, right? Was it a bull moose? Uh, No, cow. Cow. It cow? Do they say cow?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't know if it was a different And he's, not,
0: he's, he's not talking moo-moo.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, Our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced, and it is also biodegradable. And it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana. And we even have a discount code. That's right, if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right, that's my Jeep, the Rugaroo. rugaroo 10 rugaru 10 Uh, You're gonna get some discount on a Blue Ribbon Net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just wanna catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the c- promo code RUGAROO10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? no i
1: have not
0: well he is doing some really cool stuff with the shop ls 574 yes they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls 574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code WANDERINGWAYS, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. No, that's really cool. I mean, that's what I like about, like, when we go fishing and whatnot. You know, last year, like, we're rafting the uh, the Blackfoot, you know. I mean, Tyler had his Californian friends, which, I mean, we love California, but we hate you at the same time because you know <laughs> why. Because, like, who's the one to fall off the kayak? Who's the one to pull up to the gas pump wrong? Who's the one to, like, freak out, like, oh,
1: my God, let the deer across the river like they did in the Fell out of the raft. Oh, yeah. I had to save them. I know. We had to, like, they fell out. And then, oh, man, they started, like, drifting down. And he just started. We grabbed him, pulled them in. But them doing that got us lodged on rocks. And literally, there was, like, just this mountain in the middle of our <laughs> raft because it was sitting on a rock. It was like, God. So we lifted up, got it off of there. And, like, I had to do this. I'm standing on mossy-ass rocks. The roaring part of the river i know start going away in the raft after it's off that rock like i can't hold it back so i'm like leaning back holding on to it Then i'm like i'm gonna have to jump i had to let go of the raft like step on another rock and jump onto the raft and it was like close <laughs> like i could have just like missed and hit a rock you know <laughs> the- <laughs> gosh and of course i don't even think they didn't even have their life jackets on when that happened of course like, they did oh. californians huh <laughs> <laughs> no
0: but like honestly like i i i had this conversation with paul you know he's a, he's our pueblo friend down south in new mexico and i'm like you know there, there's four people i talked to about like you know fishing on the river doing things on the river lakes whatever it's you my dad josh uh and your your dad you know and, and it's like i think that's rooted in our little shell history of us like being trappers, being hunters, being translators and guidesmen—you know—it's part of that French Métis blend that came into the tribe and the buffalo culture of following animals. Mm-hmm. And I love like our stories like this because it's like, yeah, like I feel like well versed in the outdoors because we grew mm-hmm. up in it. You know, yeah. like, like, like you hear these stories, you're like, well, yeah, like who the fuck does that,
1: right? <laughs> like oh, a moose like gored someone or like severely injured someone because they tried to ride it who the fuck's trying to ride a moose you know like (laughs) they put a baby bison in the back of their car oh my gosh yep exactly
0: and you're just like oh my god like who like who let them in but yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, we do that. I mean, we've been in some I remember what we were rafting the Yellowstone River in August one time and we same thing, the raft kind of got stuck and you kind of started to go under and yep. yep.
1: Chairman had to save me. He had to yeah. pull me up from under the raft. So yeah, started slipping cuz the raft got stuck on a log and I was on the outside of the raft and that current just kept me going. And so I'm grabbed on, I'm sliding under, and he jumped up and grabbed me by my life vest because I was wearing it. Because I was wearing it. <laughs> and just like one arm, just I'm a big dude. And he just <laughs> like, yeah, just threw me on the raft and got that parental adrenaline rug.
0: Yeah, fucking mother, <laughs> mother uh, bear.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I saw like, the fear in my eyes. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> he knew it was real.
0: I saw the fear in your eyes a couple times yeah uh, no it's uh it's crazy like i when you think of like the bodies of water we've been on and the places we go and the fish we've seen and caught you know uh
1: you're my you're my my one and only witness to have, i've had a three peat <gasps> every time three peats like there's been three times three different rivers on fishing yep three different rivers yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, one was in Red Lodge. There was this big rock. I'm throwing this little lure. First cast, big lure. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, except for this last time. Okay. Except for I used my I used my uh, uh, blue fox or whatever. Well, you're going give it away. The little shad. I know, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a sharing fisherman, right? <laughs> I don't gatekeep. <laughs> uh, but little lure. Uh was uh outside of Red Lodge, big rock, threw behind it. I was like, there has to be fish there. Boom, first cast, catch a little one. Oh, I caught one. Second cast, boom, caught another one. Third cast caught third fish in a row. Holy shit. A uh, couple years later, me and Zach are headed up to Sealy for the fourth. We stop off in uh, three forks uh state park. State park? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Three forks state park i'm fishing on that one which one is that the madison i think that one
0: was the one that you were on
1: because that that's where they all converge right
0: yeah and i think the madison well we'll call it the madison
1: yeah i'll have to look it up
0: (laughs) i'll have to look it up look it
1: up listeners oh (laughs) i don't know where i was (laughs) (laughs) uh but i uh yeah same thing i mean that one wasn't on the first try so it was like casting for a little bit but then boom one after another, Zach saw me catch three in a row. That was my second Pete. And then a couple of weeks ago when we were floating down you Yellowstone. The Yellowstone near Prey, um, from Gray Owl to Chica, uh, Mill Creek. Yeah. Uh, but right where Mill Creek comes in, there's a green hole. Uh, we were in that canoe, and we went over super shallow. and obviously the canoe is going to be heavier where i'm sitting one because i was sitting closer to the end of it zach's seat was more in the middle two i'm a lot bigger so it was like that and we were going over that green hole and i just boom beached us and his end was hanging out over the like deep part of it my end was secured on the rocks i had that brown trout Mapsaglia. Oh, boom right in that little honey hole caught two cutthroat and a rainbow
0: and those are your first Yellowstone cutthroat, and that's really oh. cool because uh, the Yellowstone cutthroat's a protected fish, so we threw it back like we're supposed to. Yep. Um, but I mean, I guess you can keep them over 14 inches in this state. Oh, really? Yeah, I was reading the regular. I sent you a picture of the regulations.
1: I know it was just like it looked like the side note or whatever. It wasn't like there wasn't yeah. a lot. You know? No, Cause no, cause these was... waters are like. Yeah, you got to call back the wazoo. You know. Oh, I know. It's just like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh,
0: Missouri River. Okay, I'm uh, put this away. Yep, I'll yep. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, the Missouri and Yellowstone, they cover both the central and western part of Montana, um, mm-hmm. and you can fish them different. One, I, and I'm glad we have that connection up in northeastern Montana with both Mike Diggins and Thea. But I really, really, really want to fish a paddlefish.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: They've they're been there since prehistoric times. And if you're not familiar with them, they have that big, like, spoon of a nose. I don't know. It just looks like a butter knife yeah. on the end of their, like, nose.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> and they don't even, like, you don't even fish for them. You snag them.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. I want to catch one of those. I want to catch a sturgeon.
1: Sturgeon would be really cool, too.
0: Especially up in, like, British Columbia where you get, like, the 11-footers. God. And they just come out of the water, but they don't fully come out of the water. because
1: River monsters, you know.
0: You don't even you don't even land them. Like you just like bring them up to the side of the boat. Like yeah, this and you're is like
1: eh, caught one. All right.
0: <laughs> no, they're cool. Get some
1: caviar, real quick.
0: Get some caviar, real quick. <laughs> no, they're cool. I mean, they're huge and river monster for sure. Because like,
1: they're just swimming in there. Yeah. Do My you know th- that that show River Monsters that yeah. used to be on like Discovery? You know why they ended filming it? No, I'm sure was. He, he literally caught all the fish that are like big known to be big river monsters. They didn't have any more content. He <laughs> caught everything. Like he went and caught like all these giant ass fish. And it's like, yeah, I caught one on to the next one. Well, they ran out. Of, like, they ran all, out. You know, like they're all
0: extinct. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for using your plastic straw today, guys. <laughs> Yep, exactly. All the turtles are dead. <laughs> no, uh, that's great. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah no, it's... I was watching that one show that was about like the three guys that from like three different parts of the world that go fish in each part and have a competition. And that inspired oh, me to do a little contest with you this summer. Yeah. And, I, you know, we have our, we have some of our lakes and rivers picked out. We have uh, some interesting, you know, different spe- target species.
1: Yeah, I get these species, exactly. Like um, mouth bass, baby.
0: I know, I'm excited. An oxen, uh, the only reservoir in Montana that has a bass fishing
1: tournament. Yep, yep. Yeah. I do need to look that up.
0: Why not? I know, right?
1: Isn't Scott's, actually- Bo- Isn't Scotts boat parked at your dad's house? Yeah, still. He We're doesn't know it'll be taking, what, He, he doesn't know it'll, it'll be missing. Exactly, he won't even know. Yeah. He doesn't listen to this. We we sink it. I know, right? Uh, it's still better off. You're yeah. better off with the insurance money anyway.
0: Right at this point. Yeah. No, I I i mean I, we've done ice fishing. We've done fly. We tried to fly fish a
1: few times. I know. I, mean, I needed better rod to do it, but you. Yeah, we'll bring mine over. Yeah.
0: Did you Did you talk to our friend?
1: Who? Lazy guy. No, no, so, oh, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: well, yeah, okay. So we gotta, we, Jared's gonna ask someone to teach him how to fly fish, and maybe, maybe. But like for what I was saying, like I like to say, like fly fishing, I feel like you're just feeding the fish. You're feeding the fish what they're already eating. You know, they they sit there in the water, you know, yeah. moving side to side like that, just sitting in those paths where that stuff, there's currents. And that's the thing. The river has different currents at different points based on rocks, boulders moving. Uh, yep. so you really have to know what to fish. And that's why I, like I really think we're good fishermen because like, at the same time, like lure fishing, you're mimicking a f- like you're mimicking a fish. So your real speed matters. Your your like jigging sometimes matters how you how you pull it through the water. Uh yep. if if you're throwing downriver versus up river versus across river in a lake, mm-hmm. you, know, you just gotta know what you're doing, you know. Yep. Like yep. like that time I was like, you know, I'm gonna throw a bobber. Gerald was he was bottom bouncing, so you're going a little faster than trolling. I think when you're bottom bouncing, uh,
1: no, like trolling, you'd use the kicker motor, and so trolling is faster because that's when you use like Rapalas and shit. okay, so uh, we're going bottom, slower, yeah. Bottom bouncing is slow because you're using the bow mount, it's probably like half and a mile an hour, maybe 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5 miles an hour, drifting basically,
0: yeah, listing yeah. lazily to the left the whole time, yep, yep. <laughs> and we. I had a bobber right off the back of his boat with just a worm hanging on it.
1: Boom, two 18-inch rainbows. Yep, out of Cooney. Out of Cooney. Yep, Chairman, after that, was like, I'm going to, every time I go bottom bouncing, I'm just going to fucking throw a bobber off the back just to see what happens then. Just to see, <laughs> see what happens. For walleye, might as well take advantage of trying to catch some trout now, now that he knows that works. He's going to
0: catch a giant walleye one of these
1: times. <laughs> know, really. What? <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I changed up the worm and put a leech in.
1: Uh... And it worked.
0: Yep. And it worked. State worked. record. State record. <laughs> state record. Well, he almost, what I, you were there. I mean, you're
1: little, but he almost had the state record lake trout. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, left it in the cooler for a couple days before he got it measured. And so kind of like shrunk down or like lost weight or whatever. And so that's why he didn't. You were there when I almost caught the state record perch. Right? Out of Cooney. I was like quarter of an inch off.
0: Yeah, that would have been wild.
1: I know. Did they cook it?
0: (laughs) it? Yeah, (laughs) I thought we did. I was like, did we cook it? Yep. Oh, Uh, fucking interesting times, huh? Yeah. We've done a lot. We've cooked walleye. One of my favorite cooney we've done is uh catching walleye. And because Mm -hmm. it's that sandstone rock, building a fire Mm. and making it like a grill and just cooking it right on the
1: rock. Yep. It's yep like, yep just skin side down that way that skin kind of sticks to the rock or whatever but get so hot that you can just kind of peel it off of there boom that was good fresh fresh i actually do like fresh walleye i'm not a huge fan of fish mm-hmm. but like fresh walleye is good well it's a that white, white meat. meat you know yeah. that's
0: why i'm surprised you don't like pike because that when we smoke it man Ooh, and the bones just pop right out you know not like a trout where like every bite's a bone yeah but i don't know i like i
1: need to try it again I need to try it, it, it. Well, it's been so long. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I was younger, I hated fish. And obviously, like, oh, I still hate it. But it's been so long since I've fucking tried fish. Who knows? <laughs> you know, right? I've matured. You barely. Just... Well, I've been told your
0: taste buds change every seven years. Yeah. Yep. So you might. Or you might. Oh, this really does suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: you
1: really solidly.
0: I mean, see, I, I feel that same way with sushi. But I, again, I'm just like, I don't know. I yeah, don't like, know. Yeah,
1: like they say, like tuna and stuff like that. They, I don't know. I haven't tried it. I don't know if I want to try raw fish. Right. I I'm not. Well, I, I don't know, actually, but I know <laughs> so, I used to be I'm not a fan of fish in general. So why would I like the raw shit? You know what, what I
0: mean? but i i totally get it because i think that's part of like our upbringing you know we're from montana new mexico the midwest rocky mountain area you're not going to eat a lot of fish
1: right not a lot of raw fish anyway. (laughs) 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 you're not wrong (laughs) right we're not the like
0: i was watching that life below zero up in alaska and those that lady man she loves the like the eggs right from the fish and she's eating it like out of the fish that she just pulled out of the ice hole you know she's squeezing it in her mouth she goes oh that's the best
1: uh yeah hard pass hard pass i I gotta clean my food first (laughs) yeah just having a fish shit eggs into your mouth but like (laughs) i mean kind of like they kind of like they're like birds they have like a cloaca and that's it uh yeah you know so everything comes out of that one hole like It could have just pooped and then you're just raw dogging fucking eggs straight from the, straight from the butthole. God, like God, you can't get a fucking bowl first, you know, run a little water you're
0: not wrong I, I i get it but you know but like again that probably helps with your immune system and like a really good oh, way
1: everything. i know right <laughs> it's like okay, healthy living, <laughs> right like that give me some chicken nuggets right <laughs> mcdonald's right
0: as you're listening to this podcast in your car and the mcdonald's drive through
1: right <laughs> yep yep <laughs> they're made out of chicken <laughs> are they not no, I think they're mostly made out of, like, fish, honestly. Maybe if if they are, that, that's the only fish I eat. <laughs> that's the only fish I eat. <laughs> I, I, God. <laughs> <laughs> really I like clam chowder. That's
0: a good seafood I like.
1: I used to, and then I had, like, it a couple of times out of, like, Campbell's or whatever. But when, he, when I ate it, it still felt like there was sand. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was too rubbery, you know? It wasn't, like fresh clam chowder so it was real rubbery really chewy what and there was you one have it at? Like, huh i'm what? saying like campbell's like out of a fucking can oh, and that kind of ruined it for me you did know? you try it in oregon at, at most no shoulda nope because i had like calamari and stuff oh
0: bougie sorry <laughs> bougie native <laughs> Puginated. No, it's good. I I mean, we've we've had some fun on the river. We've experienced a lot of river. We got a, a big experience this summer, too. Uh, we're going to be hitting them hard, I think, every weekend. We're going to yeah. hit hard this weekend. You know, check our socials, like we said,
1: you know. Yep. You, want you to can see add them. me on uh, Snap as well. Oh, you're going to give out your Snap, too. Yeah, huh? why not? What? Subs, zero. S-U-B-S, zero.
0: You know, I, I – oh, <laughs> Sub, that's a good one. That's another right? Like Tyler, right? Tyler's is OSU.
1: OSU <laughs> like gosh, he's had
0: it early. He's had offers for it, really. Like people have offered him to buy it from him. He's wow, for like cheap, too. And he's just like, No, yeah.
1: I'll sell it to one of the schools. You know, he should honestly hit him up, be like, Hey, do you guys want this Snapchat?
0: Like 10k. That's fair. Yeah, that's real fair.
1: 20k snapchat just turns around and is like no you're deleted here's it for free you know yeah, for free right
0: <laughs> this guy's impostering us yeah right no it's good but i've got to be that guy you know mark typically is that guy he calls it he calls it like hey we're hitting that time and i know you and i can probably i mean we have probably talked on the phone for like an hour already today so like Like we could go we can we could go we do go we will be on the go this summer um so how our final words work since you're a first timer an interesting first timer too to run an episode like this with you um but how it works is you can say whatever you want for however long you want no you don't take too long but (laughs) (laughs) you can go ahead and get real racist <laughs> i mean it is our final words we do user views right
1: <laughs> Listeners, <are> listeners. <laughs> no i i like it but yeah it, go ahead final words my guy <laughs> uh final words um yeah if you guys follow me or follow the blue ribbon nets or anything like that use Zach's code um if you want one uh we are going to be hitting the the river a lot and doing a lot of adventuring this summer. So if you are a listener that is like, you know what? I got a weekend free. I want to see what these guys about. Oh. Come on, Message us. We'll bring you. Honestly. We don't care. Like honestly, just don't We have a raft, we have canoes, we have kayaks, we have uh jeeps. We go into like into the Lamar Valley all the time. We do the Bear Tooth Pass. We do, you know, all sorts of shit and we'll yeah, dude. You want to come? Sure. We don't yeah. care. Just pay gas. Yeah. Yeah. What? Chip in for gas. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Hell, we'll fucking get you a place to sleep if you need it. You know? Hey. <laughs> oh. so. hey, don't don't be throwing it out to
0: everybody. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> All the listeners, man. Any of hey. them. Yeah,
0: and you know what's funny is you don't know a lot of our listeners are female, so you're like right up. Oh, my- I
1: didn't know that.
0: No, like, oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, there's no way. Oh man, more, more dudes. dudes, more dudes.
0: <laughs> it's not a Josh Gray party if there's more
1: dudes, <laughs> more dudes. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, is that it? Yep,
1: I think cool. that's
0: it. That's it for your final words. Well, I, you know, for my final words, first I want to thank you for being on. You were a huge save tonight because. The Reverend's busy. I mean, he's training for a marathon. He got upgraded in Missoula from running the half marathon to running a full marathon. So that motherfucker gonna be
1: tired. His nipples are gonna be bleeding. Oh, band aids over him. (laughs) Like at the office, Andy Bernard puts like cotton balls under band band aids on his nipples, and he's already still like. Ah, they're starting to change (laughs) it looks like he has giant ass nipples
0: (laughs) so funny i'm gonna have to rewatch that episode he uh but but he's getting ready for that uh he and then we'll actually probably go see you that night uh and come down to your place and go hot springing because probably gonna gonna need it after 26 miles yeah (laughs) honestly like i am (laughs) is it
1: 22 26.2
0: Oh, 0. 0.2. That's
1: Anyone it. can run 26 miles, last 0. 0.2 that gets you. So Is, does that's it? That's what a bunch of marathoners I've heard say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking run. Look at me. <laughs> I'll watch you run. <laughs> oh, no, I, coach. yeah. Yeah, well, good luck to him. But I, yeah. But I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to have you on today and come on and guest guest with us. I know the wanderers probably questioned who you is. Um, you know, just like Matt Buddy, you know, I I I think the more shit we talk about Matt Buddy on here, the more and more the wanderers are gonna be like, Oh man, why are they like Matt? You know what I mean? Develop that like relationship for him. So he needs it, uh, <laughs> Matt. Buddy, you know he struggles, but he doesn't listen to the episodes, so we can we can talk shit about him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We love everybody. Um, with that being said, uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye.